and sisters in Islam. This is a lecture on fasting. We're going to discuss different aspects of fasting, like what's fasting, obligation of fasting, basis of fasting, virtue of fasting, uh, importance of fasting, who should fast, uh, nullifying fasting, situations when fasting is not invalidated, benefits of fasting, the fasting of a sick or a traveling person, and so on. First of all, let's define fasting. Fasting is a way of worship of Allah by abstaining from food, drink, sexual intercourse with one's spouse, and smoking from dawn till sunset during the whole month of Ramadan. Fasting is a fard, which means an obligatory duty. As Allah the Almighty said, O oh, ye who believe, fasting is prescribed to you as it was prescribed to those before you, that you may learn self-restraint. Obligation of fasting. Fasting in Ramadan is an obligatory duty, fariba, according to the Quran, the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and the consensus of Muslims, ijma' al-Muslimin. In the Quran, Allah says, Oh, you who believe, fasting is prescribed to you as it was prescribed to those before you that you may learn self-restraint, fasting for a fixed number of days. But if any one of you is ill or on a journey, the prescribed number should be made up from days later. For those who can do it with hardship is a ransom, the feeding of one that is indigent. But he that will give more of his own free will, it is bitter for him. And it is bitter for you that you fast. If you only knew, Ramadan is the month in which was sent down the Quran as a guide to mankind. Also clear signs of guidance and judgment between right and wrong. So. Every one of you who is present at this home during that month should spend it in fasting. But if any one is ill or in a journey, the prescribed period should be made up by days later. Allah intends every facility for you. He doesn't want to put you to difficulties. He wants you to complete the prescribed period, and to glorify him in that he has guided you. And perhaps ye shall be grateful. When my servants ask thee concerning me, I am indeed close to them. I listen to the prayer of every suppliant when he calls on me. Let them also with a will Listen to my call and believe in me, that they may walk 
in the right way. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, Islam is founded on five pillars. To testify that there is none to be worshipped but Allah, Muhammad is a messenger of Allah, performance of Salah, payment of Zakah, pilgrimage to Mecca, and fasting of Ramadan, narrated by Bukhari and Muslim. It is the consensus of Muslims that the fasting of Ramadan is an obligatory duty in Islam or a faridah. Therefore, anyone who rejects fasting of Ramadan is a kafir, which means non-believer, who should be given the chance to repent. If he repents and submits that fasting of Ramadan is a fault, then he would not be punished. Otherwise, he would be executed as a kafir. Brothers and sisters, in Islam, there are some bases of fasting. For fasting to be correct, two bases must be fulfilled. Firstly, abstention from all kinds of breakers of the fast, from the break of the true dawn to sunset, in observation of the holy verse from Almighty Allah that says, and eat and drink until the white thread of dawn appear to you, distinct from its black thread, then complete your fast till the night appears. What's meant by the white thread here is a break of daylight, which is known as the true dawn. And what's meant by uh, the black thread is the nightfall. Secondly, the intention. It is the most essential base in fasting and in all other worships, ibadat. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, the deeds are judged by the intention. Intention is considered as a direction of the heart to the performance of a ritual for the sake of Almighty Allah. A true and devoted performance without assigning partners to Allah. Almighty says, Being true in faith to God and never assign partners to Him. In another verse, Almighty says, And they have been commanded no more than this to worship God, offering Him sincere devotion, being true in faith. Intention is affirmed after the determination of uh, fast the whole month of Ramadan in submission to the order from Allah and in carrying out his uh, shara, which is legislation. It is precautionary to renew the intention of fasting every night of the month of Ramadan. Brothers and sisters, talking about the virtue of fasting in Ramadan, uh, we're going to show you how important the fasting is, how dignified the fasting is. 
in Ram- number one in Ramadan devils are chattel Abu Huraira may Allah be pleased with him transmits that the messenger of Allah peace be upon him stated so when Ramadan commences the gates of paradise are opened and the gates of hell are closed and the evil ones are imprisoned transmitted by Bukhari and Muslim number two on the day of judgment fast will intercede for the person who observed it Abdullah ibn Amr may Allah be pleased with him transmits that the messenger of Allah stated fast and the Quran will intercede for the servant on the day of judgment fast will state O my Lord I have prevented this servant from eating and drinking and from satisfying his desires hence accept my intercession uh, for him the Quran will state O my Lord I have prevented this servant from sleeping in the night for worship hence accept my intercession for him accordingly the intercessions of both will be accepted transmitted by Ahmed and Tabarani number three the reward, uh, the reward for fasting is immeasurable Abu Hurairah may Allah be pleased with him transmitted that the messenger of Allah may, may peace be upon him stated the reward for every good deed of a person is increased by 10 to 700 times according to the intention and sincerity but in respect of the reward for fasting Allah proclaims fasting is for me and I my soul shall bestow the reward the person who fasts forgoes his desires eating and drinking for my sake he will be entitled to two kinds of delight one will be at the time of breaking the fast and the second will be at the time of meeting his Lord Sahil ibn Sa'id may Allah be pleased with him transmits that the messenger of Allah may peace be upon him stated there are eight gates of paradise one of them is called Rayyan only those who fast will enter paradise through this gate transmitted by Bukhari and the Muslim number four every day Allah has paradise his, his paradise decorated and he says my good worshippers are about to get rid of the burden of life and the harm done to them and then get to you O paradise number five in it, which means in Ramadan, there is a night of power, Laylatul Qadr, which is bitter than a thousand months. Number six, those who fast are forgiven for their sins in the last night of Ramadan. Number seven, in every night of Ramadan, Allah releases a number of people from hell. The importance of fasting. Fasting for the entire life cannot atone omission of one day's obligatory fasting without any excuse. 
Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, transmitted that the Messenger of Allah, may peace be upon him, stated, whoever without any excuse or illness omits even a single fast, his fasting for the entire life cannot atone for the omission. Transmitted by Bukhari. Also, unfortunate indeed is a person who deprives himself of the blessings of Ramadan. Anas ibn Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, transmitted that the commencement of Ramadan, uh, that at the commencement of Ramadan, the Messenger of Allah, may peace be upon him, stated, one night in this month which has commenced is from the point of dignity and honor superior to one thousand months. Whoever deprives himself from attaining its auspiciousness is deprived of every felicity. He further stated, only an unfortunate being is deprived of its felicity. Transmitted by Ibn Majah. Destruction indeed is for the person who doesn't seek forgiveness of his sins in the month of Ramadan. Ka'b ibn Ujra, may Allah be pleased with him, relates, the Messenger of Allah commanded his companions, may Allah be pleased with all of them, to arrange the pulpit. When the companions arranged it, the Messenger of Allah, may, may peace be upon him, while climbing the first step, recited, Amen. Similarly, when he climbed the second step, he recited, Amen. When he climbed the third step, he recited, Amen. Then, the Messenger of Allah, may peace be upon him, descended from the pulpit. We inquire, O Messenger of Allah, today we heard something from you which we never heard before. He stated, uh, Jabrail, peace of Allah be upon him, came and stated, May the person suffer perdition who witnessed Ramadan and didn't seek forgiveness of his sin. In reply, I stated, Amen. When I climbed the second step, Gabriel stated, My, May the person suffer perdition who in your name is recited before him, he doesn't send uh, salutations to you. In answer I stated, Amen. When I climbed the third step, Gabriel stated, May the person suffer perdition when he finds both of either of his old parents and doesn't earn paradise by serving them. In reply I stated, Amen. Transmitted by Hakim with Sahih chain of uh, transmitters. Exemplary punishment for those who do not fast without any excuse. Abu Amama al-Bahili, uh, may Allah be pleased with him, trans transmitted that he heard the messenger of Allah, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, 
It stated, I was sleeping when two persons came near me. They held me by my arms and brought me on a steep hill and asked me to climb the rock. I said, I can't climb. They said, we will make it easier for you to climb. Thus, I climbed. I climbed it uh, until I reached the top, where I heard shrieks and shouts. I asked them about the sound. They said, these are the shrieks of the people of hell. Again, they proceeded further with me, to where I saw some people hanging upside down and their mouths were torn open and were bleeding. I asked as to who were these people. They replied, those are the people who broke the path before time. Transmitted by Hudayma uh, wa Ibn Hibban. On whom is the obligation of fasting? Fasting is an obligation on every Muslim who reaches the age of poverty, sane, capable, resident, and who has no legal impediments. Islam. The non-Muslim is not obliged to fast. If he embraces Islam, he would be obliged to do so, without being asked to make up for the missed fast in the past before becoming a Muslim. Evidence to this is seen in the verse, say to the, say to the unbelievers, if now they desist from unbelief, their past would be forgiven A young boy or girl is not obliged to fast until he or she reaches poverty. It is recommended though for the parents to persuade their children to fast if they feel that they could bear doing so. Sanity. A mad person is not obliged to fast. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, the pen has been suspended from three people. The one who is asleep until he wakes up, the young one until he is mature, and the mad person until he comes back to his senses. The one who came back to his senses and the boy who became of age are not obliged to compensate for the missed fasting because insanity disconnects obligation. As for the drunken, there are two situations. If the person got drunk of his own free will, he would be obliged to compensate. But if he got drunk against his will, he wouldn't be asked to compensate. Capability. Fasting is not obligatory on the temporarily or permanently incapable person, such as a sick person, or whom fasting causes jeopardy on his life 
and the aged, incapable people. Residency and non-impediment. Fasting is obligatory only on a resident person, but not on a person who has a legal impediment, such as menstruation and childbirth as regards to women. Now, let's talk about acts which do not disrupt fast or make it unbecoming. Number one, if one eats or drinks during fasting in forgetfulness, the fast is neither disrupted nor is it unbecoming. Makruh. Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, transmits that the Messenger of Allah, may peace be upon him, stated, when one eats or drinks by forgetfulness while fasting, he should complete his fast because Allah made him eat and drink. Transmitted by Bukhari. Uh, another thing, use of wooden dentifrice, a swag, doesn't make the fast unbecoming. Amir ibn Rabi'ah Amir ibn Rabi'ah uh, relates I have seen the messenger of Allah may peace be upon him countless times using a wooden uh, dentifrice while fasting transmitted by Bukhari also while fasting if uh, Simmons is discharged or uh, whitish fluid is noticed, the fast is not disrupted, nor is it unbecoming. Ibn Abbas and Akimah, may Allah be pleased with them both, stated, fast is disrupted by anything entering the body and not by anything that is uh, excreted out of it, transmitted by Bukhari. Also fast is not unbecoming by oiling the hair or combing the hair or by applying uh, surma which is cholerium uh, to the eye uh, or to the eyelid. Uh, tasting any kind of food or swelling, uh, swallowing your spitting, spittle or by a fly entering into the throat fast is not unbecoming. Also, a person who is fasting can place wet clothes on his body due to excessive heat. Ibn Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, stated, if anyone of you is fasting, he should apply oil to his hair and comb them. Al-Hasan, may Allah be pleased with him, stated, there is no harm if a person who is fasting puts medicine in his nose so long as it doesn't reach the throat. Further, a person who is fasting can apply uh, surma to his eyelid. Ibn Abnas, may Allah be pleased with him, uh, stated, there is no harm if a person who is fasting tastes curry or any other kind of food.
it is to be noticed also that if bath had become obligatory for a person and he wake up late, still he should observe his fast and have the bath later. However, he should perform ablution, which means wudu, before uh, the meal before dawn, which is sahur. Why? Or uh, what validates this? Abu Bakr ibn Abdurrahman, may uh, Allah be pleased with him, relate, my father and I visited Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, Aisha related, I bear witness that the messenger of Allah may peace be upon him, not because of emission, but because of sexual impurity, would be in that condition for the whole night and would fast without having a bath. Later, before the dawn, uh, before the dawn prayer, he would have the bath. We then visited Umm Salama, may Allah be, be pleased with her, and she also stated in similar manner, transmitted by Bukhari. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, stated, if the messenger, the messenger of Allah may peace be upon him, while in the state of sexual impurity, wanted to eat or sleep, he would first perform wudu, which is ablution, as in the case of prayer, transmitted by Muslims. It is lawful to kiss your wife while fasting, provided one can control his passions. Due to excessive heat, a person who is fasting can bath or rinse his mouth. Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them both, relates that the messenger of Allah, may peace be upon him, got the blood drawn from his body while fasting. Transmitted by Bukhari. That's why it is lawful to draw out blood in the state of fasting. It's also, it is also lawful to use medication such as ointment on bleeding wounds, uh, eye and ear drops, or the use of uh, antimony, uh, mouth or throat stays in the case. Uh, of pneumonia. But there are some acts which are unlawful in a state of fasting. Acts which are unlawful in a state of fasting include backbiting, killing lies, using abusive language, quarreling and fighting in the state of fasting are all unlawful. Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, transmits that the messenger of Allah, may peace be upon him, stated, any person while fasting speaks lies and doesn't desist from them, then Allah is not in need of that person not eating or drinking. Transmitted by Bukhari. It's not lawful for a person who is fasting and who has no control over his passions to embrace his wife or his hair. Aisha, 
may Allah be pleased with her, states, the Messenger of Allah used to kiss and embrace in, in the state of fasting, but he could control his passions more than anyone, transmitted by Bukhari. Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, relates that a person inquired of the Messenger of Allah, may peace be upon, uh, may peace be upon him, regarding embracing of wife in the state of fasting. The Messenger of Allah permitted him. Then another person came and questioned the Messenger of Allah in similar manner. The Messenger of Allah didn't permit him. Abu Huraira states, the person to whom the Messenger of Allah permitted to embrace his wife was an old man. And that's why he can uh, control his passions more. And the one who was not given permission was a youth, transmitted by Abu Dawood. While fasting, it is not lawful to snuff water in the nose while rinsing the mouth in such a manner that the water may reach the throat. Laqit ibn Sabra, but may Allah be pleased with him, relates, I asked the Messenger of Allah, may peace be upon him, to instruct me regarding wudu. The Messenger of Allah stated, complete the wudu fully, clean between the fingers, and snuff water in the nose properly, but if you are fasting, don't do like that. Transmitted by Abu Dawood. It is prohibited to speak obscene language, or act immorally, or in an absurd manner in the state. Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, transmits that the Messenger of Allah, may Allah be, uh, may peace be upon him, stated, do not use abusive language while fasting. If another person abuses you, then say, I am fasting. If you are fasting, sit down. If you are standing, sit down. Transmitted by Khuzayma, Ibn Khuzayma. Now, we come to the act which violates or disrupt fast. The fast breakers and invalidators include one, eating and drinking or whatever enters the stomach, even if that is used and not nourishing, such as smoke. Number two, intravenous injection if given as a means of nourishment. Otherwise, they are not invalidated, whether given into the veins or in the muscles. Number three, sexual intercourse. If a fasting person approaches his wife and has intercourse during the daytime of Ramadan, his fast is violated and nullified. He should compensate for his day, for this day and pay the expiatory gift, which in this case, being of a slave. If not available, then fasting two consecutive months. And if not capable, the feeding of 60 needy people each to receive two pounds of the local common food. 
the wife will have to do the same if she was in agreement with her husband. But if she was compelled, there will be no expiation on her. Number four, desirable ejaculation by any means. Number five, uh, menstruation and childbirth. Number six, deliberate vomiting. Involuntary vomit doesn't invalidate the fast. As a prophet, peace be upon him, said, the one whose vomit forces out of him, who in fasting, there is no compensation on him. The one who vomits deliberately should compensate. And by now, we come to a very important section of this lecture, which deals with, which deals with the uh, benefits of fasting. One of the names of Allah Almighty is Al-Hakim, the wise. Wisdom is the attribute of doing things perfectly and in their proper perspective. Therefore, everything Allah has created or orders, ordered us to do must be for a lofty wisdom which we may or may not fully comprehend. Fasting, as prescribed by Allah, has the following benefit. It is an act of worship by which the Muslim tries to please his Lord by abstaining from such things as food, drink, and sex so that he might win Allah's approval and Allah's heaven. This way, the Muslim showed that through self-denial he has chosen what Allah likes over what he likes and that he has chosen the hereafter over this life. Another benefit of fasting is that it is one of the reasons which makes a person fearful of Allah. Allah says, O oh, ye who believe, fasting is prescribed to you as it was prescribed to those before you, that ye may learn self-restraint. The fasting person should be fearful of Allah Almighty by obeying his orders and abstaining from the things which he ordered us not to do. This is the ultimate aim of fasting. The aim is not to torture the fasting person by preventing him from eating, drinking, and having sex. Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him says, Allah is not in need for a person to abstain from his food and drink. If such person doesn't abstain from telling lies, acting, and displaying his ignorance according to these lies, narrated by Bukhari. Telling lies involves all prohibited acts of speech, talking behind a person's back and insulting others. Acting according to lies involves all hostile actions against the others through cheating, beating, betrayal, or stealing. It involves listening to things which one is not allowed to listen to, such as prohibited songs and musical instruments. Ignorance is behavior in an irrational manner through speech or conduct. If a person fasts, according to the Quranic verses, the prophets say, then his fasting will lead to self betterment and improvement of person's moral and behavior, 
and he will find that by time by the time Ramadan month is over he has improved greatly in his personal morality one of the benefits of fasting is that the rich person will be able to appreciate Allah's charity to him he will recognize that Allah has provided him with an easy and allowable access to the things he desires such as food, drink and sex such a person should thank his Lord for his bounty and remember his uh, poor brothers who do not have these things and must therefore be charitable to them by offering them alms or sadaqah and kindness another, another benefit of fasting is that it trains the fasting person to control his soul so that he can guide it to its own real self-interest and happiness in this world and the hereafter he would prevent himself from living as a beast which cannot prevent itself from its lusts and desires other benefits of fasting involve the hygienic benefits which result from reducing body food intake and not overburdening the digestive system and now brothers and sisters in Islam let us talk about the precept uh, regarding omitted fast number one obligatory fast which have been omitted should be made up any time before the next Ramadan Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, relates some obligatory fasts of Ramadan remain to be made made up by me and I couldn't find any opportunity to make up uh, for the omitted fast before Sha'ban transmitted by Bukhari and Muslim number two the omitted obligatory fast could be made up by uh, intermittent or continuous fasting Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, relate that in respect of fasting the verse was revealed in the first instance that omitted fast should be made up by continuous fasting on other days later the command uh, to fast continuously was withdrawn transmitted by Dharakni uh, and he grades it as Sahih Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them both relates that omitted fast could be made up by fasting irregularly and it's not improper because Allah has ordained that the number of omitted fasts could be made up in other days transmitted by Bukhari number three the omitted fast of a decreased uh, of a deceased person should be made up by his successor Aisha may Allah be pleased with her transmits that the messenger of Allah may peace be upon him stated if a person dies and he had to make up for the omitted fast which he couldn't then his successors will make up the omitted fast make up uh, the omitted fast transmitted by Bukhari and Muslim number four if a person didn't make up the omitted fast and the next Ramadan had commenced then after fasting in Ramadan he should make up the omitted fast of the previous Ramadan and also feed twice when needed person daily Abu Huraira may Allah be pleased with him relates 
that a person who couldn't fast because of illness and after his recovery didn't make up the omitted fasts until the next Ramadan commences, then he should complete the fast of the present Ramadan. Thereafter, he should make up the omitted fast of the previous Ramadan and also feed a needy person every day, transmitted by Darakutri. Number six, or I may say uh, number five, is due to clouds and under the impression that the sun hasn't uh, has set, the fast is broken. But later, it became certain that the sun had not set. The fast is disrupted, and the person the person should make up for the fast. In a similar manner, a person ate his meal before dawn, thinking that dawn had not taken place. Later, it became known that dawn had taken place. Even then, the fast is disrupted, and he should make up for the fast. Asma, daughter of Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with them both, said, we broke our fast during the lifetime of the messenger of Allah, may peace be upon him, on a cloudy day, and then the sun appeared. Hisham was asked, were they ordered to fast uh, in place of the day? He replied, it had to be made up. It had to be made up for, transmitted by Ibn Majah. Now, we come to the last part of our uh, talk or our lecture on fasting. And uh, this is, or this part is concerned with the good deeds that are done in Ramadan. Of course, one of the good deeds or the major uh, deed to be done in Ramadan is fasting, and we have already uh, talked about this. Uh, but let us quickly review fasting. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The reward of every good deed of a person is multiplied by 10 to 700 times according to his intention and sincerity. But with respect to the reward of fasting, Allah proclaimed, fasting is for me, and I myself shall bestow the reward. The person who fasts foregoes his desires, eating and drinking for my sake. He will be entitled to two kinds of delight. One will be at the time of breaking the fast, and the second will be at the time of meeting his Lord. There is no doubt that the great reward is not given to those who go without food and drink only. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Allah is not in need of a person who goes without food and drink. If such a person doesn't uh, go without killing lies and acting accordingly. Concerning how a fasting person should behave, the Prophet peace be upon him said, fast is a shield. Therefore, whoever is fasting shouldn't resort to obscene language and immoral behavior. If someone abuses or quarrels with a fasting person, the latter 
should say, oh brother, I'm fasting. That's to say, I cannot reply to you. Thus, when you fast, you should restrain from doing any evil and in your actions, you should differentiate between an ordinary day and a day of fast. Number two of good deeds to be uh, observed in Ramadan, observing the super re, uh, the uh, superrogatory night prayers, which Salat al-Qiyam. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, whoever with faith and uh, the intention to earn the reward observes the fast of Ramadan and spends uh, some part of the night in remembrance of Allah is forgiven for all the sins he has committed so far. The Prophet, peace be upon him, and his companions were in the habit of practicing qiyam at night. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, Do not miss the, the qiyam, for the Prophet, peace be upon him, had never missed it, even when he was sick or tired. He would pray at night in sitting position. Number three, sadaqa, charity. The messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was the most generous of all men, especially in Ramadan. He stated, the best charity is that which is given away in Ramadan. Umar ibn Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him, said, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, ordered us to give in a charity. It happened that I had some money. Then, and I came, it came to me, or it came to my mind, that this time I would outdo Abu Bakr. Once, if ever. So I took half of my money to the Prophet, who said, What have you kept for your family? The same amount, I said. When the messenger, may peace be upon him, asked Abu Bakr the same question, he answered, Allah and his messenger, meaning he had brought with him all the money he had. Thus, I decided, said Omar, not to compete with Abu Bakr again at all. As charity in Ramadan gets higher rewards compared to charity on other normal days. A Muslim should give as much as uh, of it as he or she can. And follow, following are some of the aspects of charity. A. Providing food. Allah the Almighty said, and they feed for the love of Allah the, the uh, indigent, the orphan, and the captive, saying, We feed you for the sake of Allah alone. No reward do we desire from you. No thanks. We only fear a day of distressful wrath from the side of our Lord, but Allah will deliver them from the evil of that day and will shed over them a light of beauty and blissful joy. And because they were patient and constant, He will reward them with a garden and garments.
صدق الله العظيم. Our good salaf were concerned with feeding, which they gave priority over many other ways of worship. And that was done either by feeding a hungry person or a righteous, a righteous brother for the person who is fed wouldn't necessarily be poor. Allah's Apostle said, if a believer feeds a hungry person, a hungry, a hungry believer, Allah will feed him on the fruit of paradise. And whoever gives water to a thirsty believer, Allah will give him sealed nectar. B. Providing breakfast for people who are fasting. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, whoever provides breakfast for a person who is fasting, his reward will be equivalent to that of a person who is fasting without decreasing the reward of the latter. Then the people said, Oh, Messenger of Allah, but not all of us can find a person who is fasting. Who can break his fast with us? The Messenger, peace be upon him, said, uh, or replied, Allah grants this reward to whoever provides a fasting person with a sip of milk, a day, or a mouthful of water. Whoever provides a fasting person with something to drink, Allah will provide him with a mouthful from my basin, after which he will never be thirsty till he is admitted to paradise. Number four, perseverance in reciting the Holy Quran is also one of the good acts to be observed in Ramadan. The good Salaf used to do the following. A. Recite the Quran excessively. B. Weep during their recitation or while listening to the Quran as a result of their uh, reverence for Almighty. Allah. See, as Ramadan is a month of revelation of the Quran, the Muslim should recite a great deal of it. For Gabriel, the angel who conveys the Quran to the Prophet peace be upon him, used to teach the latter the Quran in Ramadan. Osman ibn Affan, may Allah be pleased with him, used to finish the whole Quran in less than a week. Some Salaf used to finish the Qur'an within three, seven, or ten nights, and they recited it during uh, prayer or otherwise. It is worthwhile to know that the most favorable period for reciting the Qur'an is during the month of Ramadan, especially at the night when people uh, seek Laylatul Qadr, let's say the night of power. D. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud reported Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, said to him, Read for me. So I said, I read for you, and it has been revealed to you. The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, I would like to hear it recited by someone else. So Ibn Mas'ud recited the surah of An Nisa, women till he reached the verse how then if we brought 
from each people a witness and we brought thee as a witness against these people then the messenger said that's not and his eyes were filled with tears Abu Huraira reported that when this verse was revealed do you then wonder at this recital and will ye laugh and not weep sort of a nudge the people of uh, Sufa wept and when and when the messenger peace be upon him heard of that he wept hence we also wept then the prophet peace be upon him said whoever weeps for fear of Allah will never be sent to hell number five staying at the mosque till sunrise after al-fajr don't pray the messenger peace be upon him used to stay at the mosque till sunrise transmitted by Muslims Anas reported that the Prophet peace be upon him stated whoever offers al-fajr prayer in congregation sits praising Allah till sunrise and then prays two rak'ah will get a reward which is quite equivalent to that of Hajj and Umrah transmitted by Al-Tirmidhi this is, this is uh, the case every day on days other than Ramadan how about the days number six Atikaf Atikaf means to confine oneself, oneself in a mosque for prayer and uh, invocations leaving the worldly jobs for a limited number of days the Prophet him used to practice Atikaf in the last 10 days of the month of Ramadan and in the year in which he passed away he practiced Atikaf in the last 20 days of Ramadan transmitted by Al-Bukhari Atikaf is a way of worship that includes reciting the Holy Quran uh, additional prayers, praise of Allah invocations etc. One might think that uh, it is difficult to practice but the fact is that it is easy for a person who has a strong and true will. A large number of Muslims practice that caste in the last 10 days of Ramadan looking for the night of Hajj, Laylatul Qadr or the night of power. Number 7, Umrah in Ramadan. The Prophet peace be upon him stated performing Umrah in Ramadan is equivalent to Hajj in the world or to Hajj with me in another report transmitted by uh, Al-Bukhari and Muslims. Number 8, looking for the night of Hajj, power. Allah Almighty said, we have indeed revealed this message, Quran, in the night of power. And what will explain to thee what the night of power is? The night of power is better than a, a thousand months. The Prophet, may peace, may peace be upon him, said, Super, uh, super, uh, 
qiyam or the night prayer is the night of power in the night of power which is in Ramadan with faith and intention to earn the reward then all his previous sins are forgiven transmitted by Bukhari and Muslim Aisha narrated Allah's obstacle said search for the night of Qadr in the odd night of the last ten nights of Ramadan Aisha also related I said O Messenger of Allah what supplication should I recite if I find the night of Qadr he said recite of Allah recite O Allah you are often forgiving you like forgiveness forgive me as well transmitted by Tirmidhi number nine increasing one's praise of Allah prayers and asking Allah to forgiveness the days of uh, the days and the nights of Ramadan are the blessed days therefore you should avail yourself of Allah's blessing by in, by intensifying your prayers especially at the times of their acceptance by Allah some of these invaluable times are a during Ramadan invocations of those who are fasting are accepted by Allah Almighty Allah comes down saying is there anyone needy to be given what he needs is there anyone any anyone who asks for forgiveness so that I may forgive him Number B, asking Allah of forgiveness, asking Allah for forgiveness at the time before dawn. Number C, at a certain time on Friday, which could be which could be the last hour of that day. Lastly, I would like to draw your attention, dear brothers and sisters, to something of great importance and that is the sincerity of one's intention for many a fasting person would get no reward for his fasting if it lacks sincerity and devotion that's why the prophet peace be upon him has always stressed this point by saying with faith and the intention to earn the reward Allah says say I am but a man like yourself but the inspiration has come to me that your God is one God whoever expects to meet his Lord let him work in righteousness and in the worship of his Lord admit no one as person Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, also said, What I fear most for you is minor polytheism. They said, What is it? He said, It is hypocrisy. Fun in Ramadan. There is a dangerous tendency noticed especially in Ramadan. That's to say, wasting one's time lavishly instead of spending it in Allah's worship remembrance 
and obedience. In fact, uh, this is the uh, renunciation of Allah's worship and obedience. It is the renunciation of Allah's mercy and divine awards. Thus Allah said, But whoever turns away from my message, verily, for him is a life narrowed down, and we shall raise him up blind on the day of judgment. He will say, O my Lord, why hast thou raised me up blind? While I had sight before, Allah will say, Thus did thou, so when our signs came unto thee, you disregarded them. So wilt thou this day be disgraced, disregarded. And thus do we recompense him who transgresses beyond bounds and believes not in the signs of his Lord and the penalty of the hereafter is far more grievous and more enduring. Don't you feel sorry for the young Muslims who ramble in the streets or playgrounds during the auspicious nights of Ramadan? How many sins are committed openly on these blessed days and nights? Yes, indeed. A true Muslim should pity young Muslims who loiter the hours away in vain. No doubt, a way to gain happiness is to give da'wah or to give du'a to Muslims who go astray and show them the straight way. On the other hand, we should pray Allah to help them follow His way so as to avoid Allah is known and all prayers be upon Prophet Muhammad, his family and his companions. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.